Hello, and welcome to Just Create, Damn It, a podcast for artists, creatives, and humans that want to get out of their own way and just do the damn thing. I'm Jenny McKay, an artist and certified life coach, and I'm going to show you how to create a life you love and the art you love with curiosity, freedom, and ease. Stick around and let's see what we are capable of together. Hello, hello, hello. That that actually reminds me of a joke that my... Uh, either I or my grandpa would always ask me. He was a big jokester. So one of my favorite jokes is, what do you say to a three-headed monster? And the answer is, hello, hello, hello. So hello, 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 all you three-headed monsters. I am excited to be here, but I want to get down to business today because I have a lot to share. We're going to talk about how to choose a goal you really care about. I really feel like everything in my life comes in waves. There are waves of motivation, waves of misery, waves of accomplishments or failure. And oftentimes I get on these inspirational or motivational waves and I feel ready to tackle everything all at once. I sign up for a new gym membership. I set up a detailed morning routine. It's planned to the minute. I meal prep. I plan my life. I set 10 billion new goals. And you want to know what happens after this wave passes? I reach burnout and I start experiencing failure and I can't keep up with my morning routines and I justify skipping the gym. I run out of time to meal prep. I forget to journal and just everything feels like climbing Mount Everest and I experience failure after failure after failure. And then I feel shame for failing on all these goals and I feel shame for not being motivated to do all these things I was motivated to do days or weeks ago. And then I start to blame everyone and everything, including myself, for failing. And since I became a coach in 2019, I've been super into goals. If you know me, I love talking about goals. I love talking about vision boarding and getting clear, setting goals. I find it's a useful curriculum to live your life by. But I've been so invested in my goals that at the beginning of this year, I was completely burnt out from goals. I couldn't look or even think of a goal without feeling like I immediately needed to lay down and take a nap. And so I changed things up this year because I was too intense. I had become overwhelmed and reached burnout in goals with goals in general. Now, if you are gleaning any inspiration from this podcast at all, I don't want this to happen to you. Maybe you're in a motivational wave or maybe a depressive wave. No matter what wave you're in, this episode is for you. It's all about focusing and finding a goal that you can focus on that doesn't feel like Mount Everest. Finding a goal that really aligns with who you are, not who everyone else is or what all society tells you you should be, but finding a goal you can commit to and stay invested in through all the waves of life. Goals help us focus. Goals give us a curriculum to live by. And it's kind of scary to focus. It's scary to narrow down and focus on one goal at a time. We are used to shifting from one focus to the other. It keeps us stimulated and feeling like we're accomplishing big things. We live in a society that applauds 
spinning multiple plates all at once, and we feel valuable when we are productive, and we feel valuable when we look busy and are busy. But you are 100% valuable even while you're sleeping. If you woke up today and made a million dollars, you would be worth just as much today as you were yesterday. Setting a goal isn't about how valuable or worthy you are, but it's about focusing on what you value. It is so easy to get swallowed up in the values of the communities we live in. Productivity, appearances, comparison, extroversion, the values that surround us can really drown out the values that truly matter to us as individuals. Now, you might be thinking, okay, values, values, values. Why is that so important? (laughs) Why should I even care? Discovering what you yourself value can actually take quite a bit of work. But once you are aware of what you value, you get better at making decisions, self-belonging, spending money, saving money, loving others, allocating time. Knowing what is important to us is like creating our own algorithm. We often make decisions according to our values subconsciously, but our brain often betrays us. Our lizard brain just gets in there and is always wanting to seek pleasure and conserve energy above all. So even though we know we value connecting with others over scrolling Instagram, our brain will pick the more pleasurable, least effortful item. Or even though we know we value rest over staying up late to work, we stay up late to work to avoid the possible rejection or disapproval from our supervisor. Even though we might subconsciously know what is most important to us, having an awareness brought to the surface of our thinking is going to help us to make more conscious decisions that align with who we are. Finding a goal that matters to you and finding a goal to focus on, one that you won't give up on a few weeks or a few months from now, has to do with your values. It doesn't have to do with your motivation or your mental health or how much time you have. So how do you discover your values? I'm so glad you asked. To find clues to our values, we can explore peak experiences in our lives. Experience that were so blissful to you that you wish that they would last forever. Or perhaps when you discovered what true anger felt like. Both meaningful moments and moments when boundaries are crossed will often mean one of your core values was present or it felt like it was being attacked. So I looked, I like to look at these peak experiences and ask myself the question, what value is present here or what value, what boundary was being crossed? What value felt betrayed here? And then you can also look at some of your pet peeves. What values lie behind those pesky peeves of yours? For some people, being late might be a pet peeve. But look closer at that. Being late or being on time isn't a value. Why do you value being on time? What's the value behind being on time? What does that result mean to you? Maybe you value peace or preparation, space, integrity, efficiency, respect. What is the value behind being on time that you really value? And then one of my favorite things to think about when I'm trying to find clues to my own values is thinking of someone important to you or someone you admire. You can even think of someone you envy. Jealousy often points us to what is most important to us. What do you admire about them? What values do they embody? 
Is that value consistent with your identity and something that you value in yourself? Now, I've never really listened to a podcast with a pen and pencil, so I'm guessing you might not either. But the good news is I have all of these questions in a worksheet. Right now, the worksheet is called How to Get Unstuck. So you can go to the link in the podcast notes and get a copy of it, or the link is always in my Instagram bio. And on that same worksheet, there is a list of dozens and dozens of values. So after I've asked myself these questions and done some clue seeking myself, some value seeking, I like to look at this list of values and just notice which ones jump out to me. Now you might think that the same ones that jump out to you jump out to other people, but I've done this with a number of my friends and clients and we're all so different because we value different things. Once you've done some of these value seeking activities, you might have, (laughs) I don't know, five, 10, 15, 20 kind of values. You might be able to group some of those together under one value or might be able to seek some similarities between those. But I would pick five or six values and try them on for size. See what it feels like. Um, The whole point of looking into your values is to add ease to your life, not worry. So when we're choosing or defining our values, this is a work in progress. So you don't need to put pressure on yourself to get it right the first time. This is just a tool. It's just a tool. It's not like a a final project or a dissertation or anything like that. It's a tool that we can use to help us find some goals that will lead us through our lives. And the interesting thing about values is that they are going to bump up against each other and create friction, and that's okay. It will still be easier to make decisions amidst friction you can identify rather than vague overwhelm. And that means that there might be friction in your goals, right? You might have goals that come up against one another at times that conflict, um, and that's okay. Back to the goals thing. So if you have narrowed it down to five or six values, four to six values, however many values you want to look at, then it's time to look at what these values mean and look like in your life. Before we choose a goal based on these values, I think it's important to envision and define what these values actually look like in your life. So I came up with something called the dream matrix. So I have an Excel spreadsheet and I'll link it in my podcast notes. At the top, you're going to put in your five values along the top line or the X axis, so to say. And then along the Y axis in the columns, in the first column, you're going to put different aspects of your life. For me, I have work and passion in one. I have romantic relationships, family and friend relationships, physical health, mental health, money, spirituality, hobbies, or fun. Where these intersect, you're going to define what that value looks like in each aspect of your life. So one of my values is freedom. So what does freedom look like in my work and my passions? What does freedom look like in my romantic relationships? What does freedom look like in my family and friend relationships? What does freedom look like with money and my mental health and spirituality? 
And I get to do that with each of those values. And this is like kind of another way to vision board, just with words and just very specific to your values. Once you fill out this dream matrix and you paint this beautiful picture of what your life can look like and what you want your life to look like according to your values. Now you are going to be so tempted once you look at this dream matrix and all the wonderful things that you want to create in your life. You're going to be so tempted to try and set up five goals or 10 goals or even three goals, but we got to focus our energy. When our energy is spread thin, when our focus is spread thin on too many goals, we are less likely to achieve it and more likely to get into that shame-blame cycle. I promise any goal that you pick from this dream matrix is embedded in your values. So it's guaranteed to be a goal that you will care about and be invested in. Just by choosing one goal from this dream matrix, you're going to be a thousand percent more likely to achieve it. Now that is a completely made up statistic, but you get the point. Every new year, everyone is out here making goals based on what they think society values. Losing weight, exercise, drinking water, getting a promotion, paying off debt, traveling the world. But if those are not things you personally value, if those are not things that show up in your dream matrix, then of course you will give up on the goal before January is even over. If you want to set meaningful goals that you will stay invested in, you have to get to know yourself and what you value. This work is important. It may feel selfish, but it is important. You are valuable and you are worth the time it takes to become acquainted with yourself and to define your values and to make this dream matrix so you can find a goal to focus on that can lead you one step closer, 10 steps closer, 50 steps closer, 100 steps closer to the life you are trying to create. This is exactly the work I do with my clients. We clear out all of the noise from the world and get really clear and deep about what matters to them. We choose effective goals to work on together and mine through any chaos that may pop up around them. Clients I started with just weeks ago are starting to feel the transformational shift from this work. And if you are ready to transform your life, then you are ready for my six-month program. Even if you haven't achieved a goal before, I know I can help you achieve your goals and the things you want for your life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. Make sure to check out the podcast notes for the dream matrix, for the worksheets, for all the things that can help you find a goal that you really care about. Thank you for listening to Just Create, Damn It. And just remember, you are the artistic director of your own life. So get out there, create, and discover what you're capable of. I'd love to thank myself for making this podcast and Devin Yesberger for the incredible music featured on this podcast. 